And welcome to the Citrus Gridiron, your home for Central Florida high school football. What is going on, everybody? It feels like it's been forever since we gotten the chance to speak with you. So welcome back. Thank you for being patient. I know it's been a while. We've had a uh, you know, some 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 issues that have not allowed us to record some of these weeks, but uh, we're real happy to be back. Yeah, let's rock and roll. Yeah, we're ready. So the first thing I want to talk about, I actually got the chance to go ahead and see Wakiva take on Jones. And you know what? It was a great game. So many athletes all around. One of the better games I've seen in a long time. It was 0-0 at half. Wow. Yeah, these, these kids can play. They swarm the ball. I actually have two shout-outs I want to do. We're going to do first-team Central Florida midseason for the class of 2023. But I do want to do a couple shout-outs first. The first one is the snag of the week, and I know you just saw this recently, so it's fresh in your head. Tyrell Ganey out of Wakiva. What a snag. Oh, my gosh. It's got to be on You Got Moss, that Randy Moss uh, section Absolutely. they do. Oh, man, he snagged that ball. And I was actually on the Wakiva side on that. Everyone went crazy. I think his parents were in the stands going crazy. An absolutely awesome catch from Tyrell. He played a good game all around, too. Awesome. Yeah, cool. he, he, he's a good player. Uh, excited to see what he can do. And then, guess what? Lick of the Week also comes out of um, that same game. We got George Brown out of Jones. Got the Lick of the Week, the biggest hit that I've seen in a long time. Even even the Wakaiva side was going crazy. It was a nice pile drive into the ground. Oh, man. Great form tackle. Fourth down stop. Yeah. Big clutch, huge hit, big moment in the game. Fans went crazy. The uh, The defensive coordinator was up in the booth, and he was losing his mind. You, you could know, hear him from a mile away. Yeah, you know what? It also set him up uh, good field position, too. Yeah, exactly. Right huge the hit. I, there's nothing better than a clutch hit, downhill hitter. So, George Brown, again, he played a good uh, all-around game as well. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, Jones, man, they're just so good all around. We're going to, you know, a few of them made this first team for the offense and defense. So, uh, you know, real excited for them. And you know that we've been talking about Jones all year. I mean, they've had this in, insanely hard schedule. And, right. And now we're about to reach the postseason. So let's see what this hard schedule is going to put them at in the postseason. Yep. So we really are excited to do this. Um, so I wouldn't call this a midseason since we're past the midseason now, but this is our first team Central Florida as of today. We're getting close to wrapping up the season. Super excited. So many good athletes. And let's just make note that these are all players that we're familiar with. I'm sure there's guys out there that deserve to be recognized, deserve to maybe even be on this list, you know, but these are guys that we are familiar with. These are guys that we've either seen live in action or mm -hmm. seen, you know, a lot of their tape. You know, some guys out here aren't putting out tape. We haven't seen them live. So I don't want to give an opinion on something that I don't truly know about. Yeah, for sure. I mean, we need we need to see you in action in order right. to be recognized. I mean, that should be a, a big persuasion of why you should be releasing your tape. Uh, exactly. Even for recruiters, too, to get you to the next level. Exactly. So, so definitely keep keep your tapes updated. Keep releasing them week by week. Right. Do the midseason highlights, and uh, maybe that's how you get recognized these exactly. days. Exactly. And I haven't actually mentioned this yet in the podcast. We don't talk much about our personal life, but I did work in the recruiting field and posting your highlights and reaching out on, on Twitter, uh, email. So important. Yeah. I mean, there's thousands of high school football players, yeah. maybe millions in the United States. Yeah. So many. It's tough. To, so much tough competition. To get noticed. So I mean, you have to put yourself out there, guys. And, you know, there's even been some players. I'm not going to mention any names, but there's been some players this year that 
are like, why don't they have any offers? Why don't they have any offers? We look at their Twitter. They're on private. They, you know, they're not following any coaches. They're not reaching out to anyone. They aren't posting their highlights. It's yeah. like, what are you doing, man? Yeah, you got it. You got one shot. Yeah, you got to get, got to make yourself noticed out there. Twitter is a huge resource for recruiting these days. Yes, huddle. Just keep your. You keep, can never post their message too much, in my no, opinion. No. I, I, I mean, I've showed you my Twitter when I was involved in recruiting, and mm-hmm. I had thousands of DMs, and we. You know, it's it's really important to reach out so those kids are all doing it right. And yeah. you know, we really just want the best at everyone. We know Central Florida has so much talent. So please, please reach out to people. You know, send us your tape and we'll retweet it. If you look through the Citrus Gridirons followers, we have a lot of recruiters following us, a lot of coaches following us. Mm-hmm. So, uh, you know, a retweet from us wouldn't hurt. You know, you, you you're never gonna get hurt by trying. Absolutely. You know? And we, we got a lot of a lot of athletes that follow us as well. Oh, so yeah. I'm sure they're willing to do some retweets as well. Help, Absolutely help help out some fellow players so i agree keep keep posting keep retweeting keep reaching out and that's how you get noticed these days amen i agree all righty let's get on this list so i think you would agree with me that this first position that we're about to name the quarterback position was probably one of the most competitive positions this year so much talent yeah there's i mean we named at least five that were yeah we so we what we do is we watch all the tape we know what we've seen in person we know what we've seen on tape and we kind of narrow our list down and we make it smaller and smaller and smaller and this one just this list stayed long and I think it's because there's so much talent there's guys I mean at so many programs this year that are just very very talented elite athletes that can go play and make a difference at the next level absolutely well let's start it off uh quarterback who do we got? Aiden Warner. Aiden Warner, Winter Park. He wins the award for first team Central Florida. Man, he's got good size, great arm. What do you like about him the most? I think my favorite thing about him was his, I mean, he, he's a great leader on the field, obviously. Yeah. So, I mean, Winter Park's been very fantastic this year. Great year. They're making a run. Absolutely. They've been dominant. I mean, they just shut out Haggerty last week. Uh, yeah. I, think, I believe Haggerty was undefeated going they were. into the season. So. Obviously, a pretty good program at Haggerty this year, and yep. they just shut them down. So, they did. So, I, I really like his ball placement as well. Oh, I mean, yeah. That, I think that was my favorite trait. Absolutely. On his mid, uh, mid-season mid tape, I mean, there was numerous. I mean, it was it was minutes of touchdowns in a row. Yeah, tight coverage. He's tight throwing coverage. into double coverage. Yeah, absolutely. He really, he really puts it in there. He, he throws in tight spaces, like I said. And he, Another thing I really liked about him is he looks very comfortable in the pocket. I think... To me, that's what almost gave him the edge. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not afraid to name names. There's guys that were in this competition like Blake Boda, yeah, uh, Creasy, mm-hmm. uh, Anthony Benzia. Got really talented guys that I think they're all around the same level. So it was really hard to pick one. But I think the way Aiden Warner presented himself and how comfortable he looked in the pocket. And, and you know what? Record makes a difference. Absolutely. Strength of schedule Strength of well. schedule. He's played some great competition. So Aiden Warner got the edge for us, and we both, you know, we kind of smiled and agreed and said, yeah, yeah. that's our guy. Absolutely. You know, n- nothing against those other quarterbacks. They're all phenomenal. We're really excited to see all of them succeed. But uh, at the end of the day, we went with Aiden Warner to lead this dream team of the Citrus Gridiron. At running back, we have another stud. You know, this guy I wasn't actually super familiar with yeah. going into this year, and I literally can't stop seeing his name. Every time I, I go on Twitter, you see his name, and that is John Celestin out of Lake Mineola. I think I'm pronouncing that right. Yeah, Celestin. That's what I would go with as yeah. well. Um, if we're pronouncing anyone's name wrong, we apologize. Yeah. But, um, oh, my gosh, man, this kid's a baller. Yeah. I mean, he runs hard. 
Uh, I mean, you can just see on his film. He runs with his head down. He's, Aggressive. Yeah, he's not afraid to lower his shoulder. No. Nope. And I don't. I don't want to forget to mention that if running back, running back was basically as hard to choose as narrow it down as quarterback. Oh, there's so many good running I mean, backs. I mean, DJ in the area. Scott. I mean, this one was tough. We narrowed it right. down to DJ Scott and John Celestin, and it, it was tough. It uh, was. I don't uh, think there's a. Uh, I don't think there's much of a. There's difference not a at margin. All. There's no, no. No. I agree. But overall, we went. We went John Celestin just because of how hard of a downhill runner he is. Elite and, speed, and he's got some great vision and cuts as well. I yep. mean, the cuts up the field were explosive, and and he just looks like a D one running back running the football. Yeah, he does. He, he's a good receiving back too. Yeah, he was good out of the backfield catching the ball. Good change of direction. He's, a, he's elite speed, good cuts. I mean, there's just really nothing to not like about him. And, again, same thing. He had a good strength of schedule. He's played some good defenses. Yeah, he's got some good defenses under his belt. And, like I said, every week I see his name. Yeah. Like, he did this. He did that. So, really, really excited for him. I can't wait to see him play at the next level. Yeah, and Lake uh, Mineola is not a team to mess with this no, year. Oh, no. They're, they're making some noise for sure. Mm -hmm. uh, another team making noise, like we said, Earlier is Jones High School, and Jones High School actually got the award for our wide receiver number one. One of my favorite players in the area, and that is Derek Rogers, wide receiver. Yeah, tell us about Derek. Oh, man. So, first of all, he's a great route runner. I mean, that's where, mm -hmm. that's where every receiver has to be great in that area, obviously. He's got elite agility. His hands are phenomenal. He made a really good grab in that uh, Wakaiva game as well when I was yeah. there. Got to see him in person. He's got a good catch radius. He can catch contested balls. There's really just nothing to not like about him. I wish Jones aired it out a little bit more to him because I think, you know, they're throwing the ball, but, you know, they're not by any means an air raid offense. You know, they're running the Wildcat. Yeah. Um, with, I believe it was their tight end. They're running their Wildcat. And he, he, he played the offense really well. But Rodgers, when he gets this opportunity, he makes the most out of it. I mean, have you ever seen more elite cuts? I think it was the Miami Northwestern game. I can't remember that one cut we were looking at earlier. He's shifty. Today. Oh man, he side is to side shifty. He can stop on a dime. He's there's just really nothing to not like about him. Derek Rogers out of Jones. He's our wide receiver one. He's got good size too, good length. So would you say if Jones just had that air raid quarterback? Oh my gosh, do you think they would be unstoppable? Oh man, would you say if they had a better offensive scheme? Do you think they are? I think you know a state championship contender. Or do I think, you think they're they still. still I think they're still a state championship contender. I think okay. their offense is good. Yeah. I just think in terms of Derek Rogers' production, the offense. You know, and, and like I said, he's getting reps. It's yeah. not like he's. It's not like it's the triple option. He's getting yeah. reps. But, like, if, if they were to run an offense like Freedom, uh, I mean, uh, like uh, Lake Nona High School. Throwing the ball. Oh, my gosh. He, he's oh. a, a power five SEC receiver. Oh, yeah, 100%. If, if he got those reps like that. And, okay. And, I mean, he he should still be getting looks. I'm actually not familiar with his recruiting background, where he's kind of at in the recruiting game. I don't know if you are, but. No. Um, yeah, he should be getting looks. He's very talented. And, yeah. And Jones is making a lot of noise, so. I'm and really that's, excited, and that's him. why we do this. We we really want to get these players noticed, right? And that's why we speak about them. Yeah, they, they need sure. to get their film out, and hopefully, this helps a little bit. Yeah, great job, Derek Rogers. Really, really good season so far, and uh, I think we'll be seeing him some make some big plays in the postseason. Absolutely, we're right around the corner. All righty, and now this guy, this guy is just a guy we cannot not put on this list. Yeah, he's a beast. Like, kind of like I said about John Celestin, this guy is a name you see every single week. He had one of the biggest week one openers I've ever seen. Yeah. A Jai Harrell out of Mainland. 
there, there's just a couple words to describe him that he's just a playmaker. Yeah, I mean, he's, he's a weapon. Yeah, he's a weapon on the offense. He's very versatile. Oh, my gosh. Uh, and he, he likes to do things that most receivers can't do. I agree. Make make something happen out of nothing. That's almost all his highlights. Yeah. It looks like, you know, it's a he's quick a play- screen. It looks like it's something. It he's looks a like playmaker. It's not, yeah. Absolute yeah. playmaker out there. I agree. And, and he's it, such a good teammate. Yeah. I've heard he's well-spoken, and it seems like everyone, you know, kind of gets in with them, and they, they really enjoy his presence, and I think he brings such a dangerous, you know, scheme to that offense. He's so hard to stop. Yeah, and, I mean, Mainland's a team that's consistently good. So, yeah. obviously, To he's, stand out there is impressive. Yeah, absolutely. They they are constantly producing. So, congrats to Jai Harrell on making the list. Yeah, really excited for him. And who uh, who's our wide receiver three? Let's go with Eddie Combs from Rockledge. Eddie Combs. Eddie Combs. Beast. Yeah, I mean, the kid's got phenomenal speed, and he really does like to play with a, a, a chip on his shoulder out there. Oh, yeah. He runs like he's mad. Yeah. Yeah. R- runs like a madman, and he's really got some phenomenal ball skills as well. Oh, yes. Yeah, great adjustments. You know, he he would adjust over the shoulder and, and make some great grabs. He really stood out to me. He's one of the players on this entire offense of the Citrus Gridiron Dream Team that he really stood out to me. Yeah. And I'm not going to lie, I wasn't super familiar with him. Mm-hmm. Uh, I started watching him earlier in the season, and he just consistently wows me. Um, so, yeah, Eddie Combs definitely deserves to be on this team. He's a great slot receiver. And, uh, yeah, I mean, there's just nothing to not like about him. Yeah. Speed's great. Everything's great about him. And congrats to those three wide receivers because you know how many wide receivers there are in the Central Florida oh, area. Oh, we could go on for days. Absolutely. It was tough to narrow it down to three. I mean, yes, there was very. definitely some some that we did, uh, didn't did see mm-hmm. or just there were just didn't so many didn't see enough of or we just didn't see in general just because right. there's so many receivers out there. So that's why it's so important. I'm going to express it again to get your film out there yeah. and make yourself how, be seen. And that's how you get noticed these days. So hundred percent. So, so congrats on uh, to those three right there. Yeah. And here's another athlete. So we, so this guy's so good. And then we have another player we'll talk about later on the defense that they're so good that we, we wanted to throw in a guy that fits in the athlete category. So Jude Santana out of Deltona can play both ways. We threw him on the offensive side, and then we'll talk about the guy we threw on the defense later on in this podcast. But Jude Santana, first of all, awesome name. Yeah. Second, he's a fantastic athlete. I called him a he-can-do-it-all type of player. Yeah. He was all over the field. I know you liked his interception a lot. He's got good ball seals. He's got great speed, a high-motor kid. And Deltona is not a team that you hear much about. Right. So. The fact that he's getting noticed at Deltona is obviously says a lot about his skills. I agree. And not hating on De- Deltona. It's just, you know, they they haven't, you know, been kind of portrayed have, as yeah, they, they, one would, of... They just <laughs> haven't been one of those teams that you're consistently hearing about year after year. Right. Yeah, exactly. They haven't made a lot of noise in the postseason no. or anything like that. So, But Jude Santana, man, he is a baller. Yeah. And he's definitely putting them on the map this year. Really, really great player. Just a dangerous weapon yeah. all around. And he can kid, do it all. He's fast, too. Yeah. Oh, he's breakaway speed. He runs hard. Good shifts. Yeah. He, he's, I mean, Deltona, I mean, he's making some noise this year. Obviously, yep. he's getting noticed by us. So, yep. I like it. Congrats to June. I like it. So, another position now that we have was a pretty hard one. Tight end. Yeah, tight end was tough this year. I mean, it was... There's not a lot... Of, there's there's good tight ends in the area, but there's not a lot of guys that kind of... Wowed us. Right. And I think I think what that is is a lot of guys that, you know, they have good enough hands to 
to catch the ball. They're going to throw them at receiver. Absolutely. <laughs> so I think there's a lot of guys that they don't really throw in at tight end, you know, so. And tight end's a tough position it to is. excel at because you got to be physical. Right. You got to be large and yeah. you got to be athletic. And a lot of, even a lot of players in the NFL and college right now, a lot of them were receivers. And they transitioned to a, high, a yeah, tight George end. George Kittle, role. for example, was a, a receiver in high school. Yeah. So, you know. And you think Caleb Barber's going to transition? I to do at Haggerty well. High School. Yeah. yeah he'll, he'll be a tight end. But uh, one guy that he he actually does play a little bit of receiver, but he also plays a tight end. He he kind of gets open very well. Bryce Harrison out of a pop guy. I really liked him. The first thing that jumps out at you is his size. Yeah, he's he's ginormous. Yeah, uh, he looks like a basketball player. Yeah, you would not Long, think, lengthy. Yeah, you would not think a kid that large should be running down the field with the football. Oh yeah, he's moving. Yeah, his stride is so long. Like I said, he finds ways to get open. His hands look solid. He'll lower his shoulder and run you over, too, if he has to. Mm -hmm. So I liked him a lot. Um, Not a ton of blocking film, but he had some. He had a couple pancakes on there. But, I mean, he goes to Apopka High School. You know he can block. You know he's mean. And you know he's going to get noticed at Apopka, too. Yeah, I agree. He he should obtain some offers. Yeah, I I believe he does have some smaller offers. Oh, does he? Okay. Yeah. Um, And I know Apopka actually has another tight end that's committed to East Carolina, and so they're producing. They always are. He's yeah. been hurt. I, th- I haven't seen him this year much about him. But uh, Bryce Harrison really, really having a good season. Mm-hmm. And I really like his tape. You know, he's, he's a guy that's dangerous when he gets the ball in his hands. And you know, Apopka, I mean, they, they're consistently pretty good at the tight end position. So you know oh, that yeah. they're very well coached in that role. Yeah, it's, it's a good playbook if you're a tight end. Absolutely. All righty, now we're going to get to the big boys on the offensive line. We got tackle out of Jones Xavier. Avera, I hope I'm saying that one right. That's what I would go with. Yeah, committed to the University of Ohio. Okay. Oh, man. So, if I'm not mistaken, both of their linemen, both, both of their, their tackles. tackles are committed to Ohio. Yep, so. and spoiler, but we're going to talk about the other one in a, probably a couple minutes. Yeah. So. But uh, let's get on Xavier first. He's a super, super tough kid. Blocks at the second level. I mean, overall great athlete. Oh, yeah, he's a good athlete. I mean, for his size, he's moving well. He just, he's doing it all right, and that Jones offensive line is so dangerous all around. And they just have weapons all over the field. So yeah. the and where does that start? The offensive line. Yeah. Yep. You, you can't, you can't up be successful holes. without yep. a good offensive line. And the fact that we got two on our first team of 2023 for Jones, yeah, is is pretty impressive. That and says a lot. So Jones is very talented this year for sure. We really like him. Excited for him. Our next, absolutely one of my favorite players in the area. Dejon Gilbert out of Edgewater. We're going to put him at guard. By the way, we're not doing sides. We're just doing tackle guard. Yeah, we're not yeah, doing left tackle, sure. right tackle. Just kind of making it easier for all of us. So Dejon, oh my gosh, man. He's such a dog. He's aggressive. He's mean. You saw. You liked how the way he pulled. Loved the way he pulled. Yeah. Such good feet. He's got good footwork. He's actually pretty fast. Yeah. You know, and, I knew- and, and you know what? Cedric Baxter's an incredible running back. Oh, yeah. But I think a lot of it is due to the fact that Dijon is such a dog out there. Oh, my gosh. He's opening up gaps left and right. He's pulling. Cedric's yeah. running right behind him. Yeah. There, there's a this lot of plays. We saw them play in person, and, and Gilbert himself, you know, was, was really leading the way. This dude's getting to the second level. He's making an impact out there. Yeah. So, kudos to Gilbert. He's a bulldozer, man. Yeah. That's not a guy you want to be in front of. Yeah. So... Good for him. Uh, Edgewater's offensive line, maybe behind Jones as my favorite. Yeah, uh, those are two dogs, you know. At, and in terms of the offensive line position, uh, speaking of dogs, we got our center, who is another one of my favorite linemen, 
Josiah Chenault. I know we talked about him earlier yeah. in the season as uh, one of the top 10 big men in the mm-hmm. area. And guess what? He proved us right. And he, you, you said that there's not even a competition for this one, right? No, this is the best center in the area. Okay. He's the best center in Central Florida. He's the best center I've seen in Central Florida in a long time. Wow. Man, this kid has gotten even better. And I really like he, – he would have been on this list if he only had junior tape. If his junior tape was a senior tape, I still would have put him on this. Wow. Yeah. He's a first-team guy, but he got even better. His senior tape is so good. I, I call him elite. I mean, this kid moves well, blocks at the next level, super aggressive. So Didn't the, you like him? Yeah. So the, so you, you would say this guy's a D1 center for sure? Oh, yeah. By far. Oh, yeah. He's D1. Awesome. Yeah. And, and you know, he's a little undersized, which you can get away with. At, at, at center, center, for sure. Not tackle, yeah. but right. center and guard, you, 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 you can get away yeah, with Yeah, mostly it. center. Center, mostly center, center usually can be the shorter guys. Um, not knocking on him at all, no. but he's definitely, you know, he's not 6'5". I, I, so, yeah, there's nothing against that. But, man, he can really play. Mm-hmm. And I love seeing I love the dog in him. He's aggressive. He's, he's not – he loves contact. You can tell he loves contact. He's mm-hmm. always looking for someone's head to take off. So, Mr. Chenault, you, you know, hats off to you for right sure. Right future ahead for him. Yep. Another dog, another guy we spoke about earlier. He was also in our top ten big men, I believe. Yeah. Yep. Teddy, Teddy Smith. Smith out of Rockledge. Mm-hmm. Rockledge, what I do, mean. What do you like about him? I just like the fact of how mean he is yeah. out there. Oh, my God. The man's aggressive. He's huge. Yes. And we've seen that he's really improved throughout the season so far. Oh, 100%. Yeah. Every game, I think he's getting better and better. You know me. I'm a big Rockledge fan. I like to follow them. And we've liked their O-line uh, throughout the season for sure. Oh, yeah. Good all around. And uh, Teddy Smith is a huge part of it. I think, he, you know, he's one of the most underrated prospects in the area as well. Yeah. I think he's a big-time player, makes big-time plays. He drives people in the dirt. He, he moves his feet well. Really, really like Teddy Smith. Oh, man, I just get excited about offensive linemen. You know I do. And you should. Yeah. They're awesome. They make that, the game. I mean, there's no running back without an offensive line. No. Yeah. And Teddy Smith, that Rockland offense is is very solid. We already talked about one of the receivers. And uh, these guys are a big part of it. Yeah. All righty. Our last offensive lineman, going back to Jones, like we said, tackle Cameron Lindsay, the other Ohio commit on the other side. And uh, I know you like him. Uh, what are some notes on him? The kid's got great feet out there. Yep. Uh, overall, great offensive lineman. Oh, yeah. Um, he moves well. A uh, very strong kid. And, and he's huge. He's ginormous. <laughs> he's, he's, uh, he's bigger than Xavier. Mm-hmm. Um, like I said, I got to see them in person and they're very in sync. So that's going to be awesome to see them play together at the next level. Uh, they both move their feet. Well, you can tell that offensive line is coached very, very well. Absolutely. They were disciplined. They did it all right. Nothing to not like about Jones offensive line. And you said that he's improved throughout the year. Correct? Oh, hundred percent. Both of them. Mm-hmm. Oh, they're both getting better. They're both getting better and better. Um, I, you know, I already knew they were aggressive, you know, they had the dog in them, but but seeing them, they're just so fundamentally sound. And, and you can see it improve throughout the season. So, uh, yeah, nothing, nothing but respect for offensive linemen. Really happy for them. But as everyone knows, I am definitely a defensive guy. And so, so am I. Yep. So our first team, Citrus Gridiron, dream team. Who's leading that defense at middle linebacker? At middle linebacker? We're going to go with another Jones player. Yeah, they're all over. DJ McRae. Stud. 
This one was tough. We it was. To, we had to narrow it down between our boy Drew Spinagatti. Yeah, Bishop Moore. And Bishop Moore. I mean, we watched both films. Drew, you're a stud out there, man. You're all over the field wrecking havoc. You were you're blowing up Cedric Baxter in the beginning of the season. Yep. Obviously, you're a stud, but and you have every right to be on this absolutely, list. Absolutely, man. This one was tough. We had to narrow it down, but we went we went DJ McCray. And I think a lot of it was the competition McCray's played. Yeah, he's playing yeah. Miami Northwestern, man. He's playing Duncanville. Yeah, so he's playing these nation a nation or national nationable notice teams. Yeah. Oh yeah, they're amazing, and he's and he's doing great. Yeah, he's a tough kid. He's super aggressive. I think you put a note that he hits like a grown man. He moves well. Yeah, <laughs> this man. <laughs> he he is a, he loves to hit. And yeah, that's what I like out of a middle linebacker. Yeah, and he's good in coverage too. Yeah, he moves well for his size. Yeah, he's a smart player. Uh, he likes he good a lot of ball breakups that he had. So we really like DJ McCray and what he brings to the defense. And he's a leader for sure, mm-hmm. no doubt about it. All right, so these are two guys that we're very familiar with, guys that we've followed since the beginning of their career. We're just going to talk about them together because they're literally twins. Mm -hmm. So at outside linebacker, we have the Harris twins, Andrew and Michael Harris out of Lake Brantley. You got some notes on them? I mean, they're basically the same person. Yeah. They look the same. They play the same. Same athletic ability. Going to the same college. Same traits, everything. I mean – these dudes are monsters on yep. the football field. Yep. I mean, Brantley has them in these roles where they're constantly blitzing. Like they're, they're shot out of a cannon. It's insane. Oh, and, my God. And they are wrecking havoc in the backfield. And these guys are elite athletes out there. Yep. And I've had the chance to watch them live in track as well. And and there's nothing different. When the gun goes off in track and when, and when the – Center snaps the ball. It's the same thing. These guys are explosive. Elite athletes, sideline to sideline, good change of direction. They're very good tacklers. They're aggressive. They're like a freaking brick wall. Those are two guys that you do not want to line up against. No. If I'm getting a handoff and I see the Harris twins, I'm, I'm shivering in my boots a little bit. Those, those yeah. kids are not – they're big, man. They're big. And they've played against some pretty good teams so far this season. And they've done well every And game. they've done well. We've, we've seen them – at least a few tape uh, of few, all their yeah. games, and man, they are all over the field. And you know what? At least one of them's on every single tackle. It's oh, we were at the Wakiva game and we saw that, and and it's like Andrew Harris on the tackle, Andrew Harris on the tackle, Michael Harris on the tackle, Andrew Harris, Michael Harris. I yep. mean, it was every play. Yeah, these guys have a bright future. I, I can foresee an NFL uh, future. Oh yeah, one hundred percent. These guys are studs. And um, I think they're going to be first team all conference guys at college. Yeah, I think they're going to be making noise. I think you're going to see them. You know, people are going to notice their their freakish athletic ability. Kind of reminds me of the Griffin twins. Yeah, how they were both so talented, so athletic, and both UCF were very, guys. UCF very successful. Yeah, and I think I think the Harrises are going to uh, do very well. As I'm well. interested to see if they're going to play linebacker at the next level. If they're going to move them to kind of more of a, a safety role. Kind of. What do hybrid. you think? You know, I, I mean, used they're pretty to, big right now. I used to think they were going to be safeties, but they're just getting bigger. Oh I, man, I, I like the I like the outside linebacker hybrid yeah. role, like kind of like a Von Miller type role. You think? Yeah, kind of kind of rushing off the edge. I think they're going to really. Be, I think they're going to get bigger. See, I think they're they're talented enough to to cover some guys too. I think these these are the type of guys that are they're special. Yeah, 
They are. They can do everything. Yeah, so versatile. I, let's see what happens with them. I'm excited. I'm surprised Brantley doesn't give them some toss sweeps <laughs> with that 10 <laughs> the speed option. that they have. Holy yeah. smokes. I would be doing that all the time. Yeah. But you know what? Let's keep them healthy, and let's have them have a great, successful, safe college career. Yeah. I think that's what's important at the end of the day. I think mm-hmm. Brantley's really smart at protecting their players, mm-hmm. so they're not going to be selfish and put them in that, but it would be fun to watch them get a toss. It sweep. would. Yeah. I would not complain. <laughs> All right, talking about great athletes, our corner, one of my favorite players in the area, Coco High School, always elite, always creating some of the best defensive backs out of the state of Florida. We all know Chauncey C.J. Gardner-Johnson, who's currently the nickel corner for the Philadelphia Eagles, Mm -hmm. came out of Coco High School, and this guy right here is not much different. I've seen them both play in high school, and Jordan Holmes out of Coco High School is elite. This is the best cornerback in the area. You think? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I'm not going to argue. I think our corner on the other side on this team is a debate, but Jordan Holmes is definitely, yeah, I would, I think, I would say I think, I think Jordan Holmes is the best corner in the area. Yeah. He's great. Mirror on mirror on coverage. Yeah. Lockdown. Yeah. Great hips. Great ball skills. He does. Is that, is that not everything you need for, for a quarterback? Right. Quarterback is the hardest position to play in football. I agree. hundred percent. It is the hardest position. You are going against these stud athletes. Yep. And you know Coco is playing good teams. Coco is consistently playing good teams. Yeah. And Jordan Holmes is just locking them down. Yeah. He is a a tough guy to get by. Yeah. For sure. He's super fluid. I love the way he moves. he's pressing, too. He's not playing off the ball. Oh, yeah. This kid is aggressive off the snap. Yep. He moves his feet so well. Really, really love him. And we love Zach Tobe, too. Yep. From Okoe. Uh, well, there you go. That's our next corner, Zach Tobe. We love him. Honestly, we've had a debate if it's Tobe or Toby. Please let us know because we actually don't know we're going to go with Tobe. We're going to go. We're going to go Zach with Tobe. Zach Tobe. <laughs> um, you know, no disrespect. We just haven't heard your name in person. We've no. only read it, you know, watched film. Watch film. We actually haven't had the chance to go to an Okoe game yet. We've seen some full games on tape, and this guy is all over the tape. Okoe's got some studs, man. They do, all around the field, offense, yeah. defense. Okoe's a, Okoe's a sleeper team out there. I agree. They compete. Yeah. You know, I, I know their record. They've lost some games, but they're always in the game. They're always in it. Yeah. And this guy right here is a big reason. Zachary Tobe, awesome corner. He's one of my favorite DBs in all the area. He's got such a good frame with long arms. I mean, didn't you think he was pretty aggressive? Yeah, he's very aggressive oh, out there. Man, I, I believe he was a lot of press coverage as well. Yeah, he could play press. He could play off. He could, he was he had some good tape in a zone, which I think a lot of corners you see nowadays are they have this great man press coverage, and it's like where do they never play zone? Are they not disciplined mm-hmm. enough to play zone? This guy proves that he's a he's a smart player that can play zone coverage. And he knows how to break. Oh, his break on the ball ability is incredible. Yeah. And he will lower his shoulder and he will run right through you. He had an Ed Reed type hit on uh, one of the receivers where he knocked that ball. I mean, it was an easy reception. He was in zone coverage and, I mean, he ran right through him. It didn't Stug. feel good the next day for that receiver. I can tell uh, you that. I can promise you that. Yeah. So imagine, imagine this Citrus Gridiron dream team with those two guys at corner. I mean, imagine this Citrus Gridiron team playing all together. Yeah, give us IMG. <laughs> I'm serious. Yeah, I'm yeah. serious. This I'm, team can compete. Absolutely. Yeah, and uh, one of the reasons we can compete is because this is Mr. Turnover himself. Easily, easily, easily 
one of our favorite players in Central Florida, if not the entire state. We got safety Eli Campbell out of Seabreeze. Man, we, I get it. I have to raise my voice when I talk about this guy. I love him. We love Eli Campbell consistently showing us love on, on Twitter. Oh, yeah. Podcast. He's the man. He's the man. We love Eli. I mean, this dude is creating turnovers, and we've said that many times throughout the season. Yep. And he lo- you know what he loves as well? What does he love? He loves to block punts. Oh, man. I swear <laughs> to God, I think he averages a block punt a game. And that's insane. I don't know if that's ever been done, but I think this I guy might. I don't know how. Oh, he's so good at it. I mean, it's the timing and the speed, the athletic ability. It's not easy to block a punt. No, 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 no. I w- I'm pretty fast myself if I if I do say so myself. Uh-huh. But I've never blocked a punt in a game, and I've always wondered. It's like, man, I'm so fast. Why can't I block it? But it's about the timing. And Eli Campbell, he needs to write a book <laughs> on how he blocks punts because he found it out. He figured out the trick. And I, I hate to bring up Ed Reed again, but that's what it reminds you of. Ed Reed blocked a lot of punts in college mm-hmm. and uh, at his time in, uh, in Baltimore. Um, but, man, Eli Campbell figured it out. He figured out how to block punts consistently, and I've never seen anything like it. But he's not only great at special teams, he's a great freaking defensive player. Great defensive player. He's all over the field. He creates so many turnovers. And uh, I know you liked his tackling ability, too. Great tackler on the field. Oh, he will drive you through the dirt. Eli Campbell, consistently a great player, and he definitely, no competition, makes our list as the starting strong safety of our dream team. And we love Eli Campbell. Yeah. (laughs) We love him. We love him. He's just such a good player. We, We just get super hype about players that are just studs you know fun guys to watch on the field and guys that show his love yeah absolutely why wouldn't we get hype about you for sure really excited about Eli Campbell I know he's got some offers can't wait to see where he goes Mm -hmm. Uh, definitely will be following his career and then uh, I mean this was an easy one I don't really need to talk about this cat too much free safety we got Cedric Hawkins another DB out of Coco another Coco DB yeah like I said I think they're uh, I mean, you can't call it DBU because it's high school, but they're, they're DBHS. <laughs> everybody knows yeah, what you D- mean. DBHS. Uh, Coco High School easily. I mean, it's not competition. No. Coco High School's the best. Cedric Hawkins is an elite, elite ball hawk, big-time player. Ohio State commit? From what I've last seen, I believe he's committed to Ohio State, yes. I mean, that says it all right I'd there. have to fact check us, but from, from the last time I checked, he's definitely Ohio State. Um, I mean, it's just not... It, this kid. That says it all right he's a, there. He's That's a freak athlete. I mean, Ohio State, I mean, they consistently produce yeah. great and, and defensive he'll, backs. And he'll go and he'll ball out there. And he will be an NFL prospect. Yeah, I could definitely see it. You know, man, definitely would never sleep on an athlete out of Coco. Consistently producing some of the best athletes in the area. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're fun to watch. They're and they're going to be a team to reckon with this postseason. I think so, too. I and mean, Blake Boda, you know, he was, he was arguably, I think he was number two on our list. He ended up two. being, yeah. you know, so it, it was borderline. He, it was very good on close post, to good one. on both sides of the ball. So man, they, I agree with you. They're going to be a team to team to reckon with. All right. Another guy, one of our favorite guys in the air. We had to put him at the athlete position as well. He can do it both. Hey, I mean, we could switch both of our athletes. I know that we had, um, uh, who was it on a, I'm having a, a brain fart. I can't remember who we had on the... Uh, oh, Jude Santana. I had just had a complete brain fart. Jude <laughs> Santana was the other athlete. And then we have Torian Roberts out of Winter Park. We've talked about him before on our underrated prospect list. One of my favorite athletes in the area. So I think Torian and Jude Santana could almost switch. You know, like they can switch from offense and defense easily. They, I think these two yeah. are the most versatile players in the area. I think in terms of... 
being completely balanced as far as offense and defensive, you know, skill set. I think Torian and Jude Santana apologize by the way for just completely his name just completely slipped my mind. <laughs> um, but oh my gosh, man, both of these guys, they they're just so good on both sides of the ball. But Torian, let's talk about Torian. It's his time. Winter Park, like he said, having a great season. Mm-hmm. One of our favorite athletes. What are some other good traits you had on Torian? I know we've talked about him plenty, but I believe he was your favorite player at the beginning of the year. And, he, and honestly, he probably still is. He was your number one underrated prospect. He was. On your list, yeah. for sure. Yep. And, I mean, the kid's making plays on both sides of the ball. Uh, He's got the best ball skills in the area. I know I've said it before. Yeah. I'm going to say it again. Great on both sides of the ball. And Just, look at Winter Park this year. They're thriving. A thriving. lot of it is due to Aiden Warner to Torian Roberts. Yeah. Just all, uh, Torian is all over the field. I'm telling you right now, if I was one of Torian's family members in the stands, I would be losing my mind because he's consistently making plays. I'd be jumping up and down, screaming. You know, Torian, such a, such a good athlete, very disciplined player, just always an exciting player to watch, just super explosive. He's always making plays happen. Yeah. He's just, he's awesome. Great player. Can't say, I'm sorry. I get, I get excited when I talk about these players. They're just so awesome. And I get really excited for the guys in the area and can't wait to see them succeed at the next level. Yeah. Um, so Torian Roberts, you know, always hats off to you. You have my respect. And then uh, talking about elite athletes, we got Caven Call out of Apopka as our starting defensive end. Man, we've seen this kid play live and he is. He, he wowed us. I mean, the play he made against Edgewater yeah. was unbelievable. Yeah. The, the fact tip. that you can bat bat a pass, catch it, take it and, back, and sc- score a fifty yard pick six yeah. is is pretty. <laughs> he made that play all by himself. I mean, yeah. the kid. It was literally all by himself. He yeah. he batted it, caught it, and ran. Yeah, I think he scored. I think he's one of the most explosive players off the line. He creates plays. Just an elite player. Such great use of hands. He can bend well. He he really does it all. He's got good size. I've already said it before. I think he's going to be a, a first first team all conference at the American Athletic Conference, mm-hmm. or well, it'll be Big Twelve. Yeah, UCF at UCF mm-hmm. uh, down the line. But Caven Call, man, just a heck of a player. Arguably one of the best defensive players in the state. Let's think about this UCF team. Yeah, we got Caven Call and the Harris twins, and yeah. and you got an Osceola cat, right? Yep. Again, too many names we're naming. It's so hard to think right now. But, yeah, we have uh, the edge rusher out of Osceola. I mean, they have an amazing defense coming out of Central Florida. And that's just a few names UCF, right off the top. UCF recruits really well in the area. Mm-hmm. They really do. And I think that has a lot to do with uh, Gus Malzahn. Yeah. Uh, he consistently is at uh, high school games year after year. Yep. Checking out some of his best prospects. I mean, he was at Lake Brantley the other night uh, for Lake Brantley at Popka. Yeah. And he was was scouting. He's keeping kids home. And that's what he should be doing. Yep, I agree. And he's obviously recruiting Orlando well. So, And we know that Orlando has so much talent. So, Mm -hmm. you know, you don't want to miss on your local guys that are right down the road. Yeah. So, uh, all right. Our next guy, you can go ahead and do the introduction for this. Who do we got at D-Tackle from your favorite school? Oh, golly. All right. One of the best defensive tackles. Who do we got? Our man, Jude Tenor. Yep. We always love Jude. We've talked about him before. He's a bad mamba jamba. This kid loves to play football aggressively. Super explosive. He's violent with his hands. Mm -hmm. Yeah. This, I mean, like I said earlier, this kid is just a freaking wrecking ball. Kid, Mm -hmm. you don't want to get in front of, you don't want to block this kid. 
He's he's quick off the line. He's awesome. All he around makes awesome. an impact over at Ogali for sure. Oh, yeah, and they're having a, a solid season over there. And uh, we already knew early on in the season he was going to be a big part of that. And guess what? We were right. He was on our top 10 big men as well. You know what? We've been right a couple times now. Yeah. If I don't, yeah. Pretty impressed yeah. with us. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. A lot of our guys we talked about preseason, you know, or early on in the season are, um, you know, we, we, I think we were spot on. These guys are making impacts left and right. Jude Tenor, easily one of my favorite guys in the area. Uh, but I think, and nothing on Jude Tenor, he's a fantastic player. But uh, we added another defensive tackle to this list. So they're going to be playing right next to each other. Imagine that. That would be a scary sight. Who do we got at our other defensive tackle? This is arguably the best defensive player I've ever seen in high school. <laughs> I mean, he's unbelievable. I've seen, I've seen both the Bosa brothers play. Oh, my gosh. You're saying a lot right now. I mean, I'll tell you right now, this dude is right up there with him. He, I mean, yeah. The, the, both at the high school on, level. At right. the high school level. Yeah. I'm not saying right now. Yeah. John Walker. John Walker. Osceola. Boomer Sooner. <laughs> no, no. He's, uh, is he? Yeah, Boomer Sooner. He's Oklahoma? I think he's UCF. John Walker? Yeah. We'll have to fact check that. Do, do a fact check while I'm talking about him. Yeah. <sighs> you might be right. I think he is Boomer Sooner. So many brain farts today. Hey, look, it's been a long week for us. Sorry about that. Anyways, John Walker, no matter what school he's going to, he is, I think he's the best defensive player in the state. He's the most aggressive pass rusher I have seen in a long, long time. An absolutely dangerous player. He's so violent. He makes offensive linemen's jobs miserable. I mean, gosh, this kid just tears these linemen up. He's so fast. I think that was your favorite thing about him is how fast he was off the ball. He reminds me a lot of Indomitian Sue. Oh, my God. I mean, his speed off the ball is ridiculous. Unbelievable. And he will bulldoze you. He actually bends well. He uses his hands well. He does everything right. I mean, this is just a kid. I, I personally think he's five-star talent. I don't know if he is. a. I think he's a uh, four-star. But I think he should be a five-star. I think this kid is, and I'm not overrating him. I don't like to to overhype guys, you know, too much. But, man, this kid is is really something else. This is a guy I could see playing at. You know, in Alabama, even though I don't, I don't. Uh, I mean, he's insane. Where is he going? Did uh, you he, find it? Yeah, he's going to UCF. UCF. Okay. So, but he, did so he, correction. Let's I'll, hear some offers. Throw um, some offers out. I'll tell you right now, he's a four-star defensive lineman. Uh, four-star. Okay. He's the country's number ninety-nine overall recruit, according okay. to um, the Orlando Sentinel, and uh, ranked eleventh in the country nationally for his position. See right there. So he's right out. He's right out the top yeah. with the best. So I mean, he's because he is the best. He, he is. The kid's best. a freaking stud. No, I, you know me. I'm not. I'm not too big on overhyping people. But this is not overhyped. This kid is a freaking animal. Six three three ten. He's a monster. Yes. And and he's six three uh, three ten, and he moves like he's freaking 180 pounds. <laughs> he quits. The kid's fast. I can tell you, he's much faster than me. <laughs> <laughs> the kid is fast. The kid breaks on the ball so well. He can change direction. This is an NFL guy, I think. Oh, he, by far. If he I keeps really it up, so. if, he, if he stays healthy, this guy is going to be an NFL prospect. Yeah. We love John Walker, Osceola, always such a dangerous, scary team, so good for him. Uh, speaking of elite athletes, one of the best linebackers in the country. We've talked about him numerous times on this podcast. We got Malik Bryant. We know that he's an outside linebacker. Well, we actually put him on the edge for us because he's a downbacker. I mm -hmm. uh, saw him play in person. He's, he's almost always on the line. Um, so we put him at edge rusher because we did want to put both the twins in there, so I didn't want to take one of them out. 
But uh, Malik Bryant out of Jones. He's got offers from Wherever. every he school. He can go wherever he wants. Every school he wants. Yep. Going to the U, Miami Hurricane is Malik Bryant. He's staying in the green and orange. He's an elite athlete. And what I really, really liked about him is statistically against Wakaiva, he didn't, you know, there was nothing. If you looked at the stat sheet, you'd be like, oh, my gosh. But you know what he's a lot like uh, in terms of schemes? is pe- Offenses will scheme against them the same way people scheme against, say, Aaron Donald. Mm-hmm. Aaron Donald's double teamed what every play. Malik yeah. Bryant was double teamed every play. Well, Kaiva double teamed this guy every play. I'm and, not and, and and I'll tell you right now, it was probably the best move for them. Yeah. Oh, it was. He and they ran away from him. Yeah. I mean, why would you not? Yeah. So they they double teamed him, but he's so freaking good that he moved that double team. One man himself moved two grown offensive linemen. And he would make a play. He would move them, kind of shove them into wherever the ball carrier was. And he's and still making the tackle. He's still making plays consistently. He's all over the field. Uh, they even, I don't know if I told you this yet, but they put him inside on a few plays when oh, it was kind of goal line because they know, oh, they're going to run inside. They put him there, and he just closes the gap. He's stuffing it up. He's just so aggressive, man. And he's got such a good frame, got such a good motor. He can bend. He's got. I think his thing is that he's got such a high ceiling. I think guys like John Walker right now are more like, oh, my God, this kid's insane. I think Malik Bryant's like, holy crap, this kid has such a high ceiling. This kid's amazing potential because of his athletic ability. And, um, yeah, I'm really, really excited for him. And I think that does wrap up our list. What a team. Yeah, I don't think any – I'll take ING. I'll take St. Thomas. I'll take if, any team in the country yeah, against that if, squad. If this is our team, yeah, I agree. I'll take any team in the country. I think they're making plays all around. I mean, just imagine, like, Aiden Warner throwing a Derrick Rogers. I mean, come on. Come on, And then man. you still got Torian Roberts. <laughs> <laughs> Torian Roberts and all these guys and, and a great offensive line blocking for him. And then the defense. We picked – I think our defense, we really like the guys – that play with the chip on her shoulder, the, the really aggressive guys that will run right through. I think almost every single one of our defensive players was, was that type of guy. Five UCF commits, if I'm not something, mistaken? Something crazy. Four or five. Like yeah. So, yeah, that shows you how good UCF's recruiting. UCF's got a – they got a good uh, future ahead of them. Yep. And, and that they're, – They're killing the area. Yeah, I agree. Mm-hmm. So, good for them. That wraps up the Citrus Gridiron Class of 2023 Dream Team.